mm-hmm. who would just kind of like look at us and wonder what we were doing there. And they were constantly like, I have nothing to give you. Like, if you want something from me, I, I like literally have nothing. And yeah. wow. it took a while for them to like finally realize that we were just there to like know them. Yeah, it wasn't to get anything from yeah. them. People of Christ and see people of every everywhere around the world. This is David Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. Let's talk in circles. Yeah. Just shoot the breeze a little. Yeah. Now they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, "Hey, that is a good person." A lot of people say home is home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Here with you today is Blake. And here with you today is Shayla. And as we continue our tour of the United States via our summer missions, we are in a place called Lincoln, Nebraska. I thought you were going to say a place called heaven. Oh, I, I would. I would. As a, as a Nebraskan, I'm very proud. But we are with the Lincoln team. And with us, we have Aaron and Ryan. So welcome, guys. It is so good to have you here. Thank you. I'm Thank happy you, yeah. to be here. Yeah, excited to Happy be to on. share my experience. It was amazing. Yes, you guys both. I can't wait to I hear I can't it. believe they sent you to Nebraska. I can't. <laughs> We're so lucky. I'm sure Blake had a, an influence there in a small way. A little way. bit. A yeah, little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of Nebraskan missionaries, or we have. We always do. We always do. So Louisiana and Nebraska. They're, they're sending good people, but mm-hmm. dang, Kansas a little bit. Re- yeah. Really oh, yeah. Kansas, yeah. Yeah, Kansas, yeah, a little bit. No, Aaron's from Kansas, so. I'm from Kansas. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're, just to kind of recap for li- listeners tuning in today, we're going around and talking to each of the, the teams that went to the different cities and hearing about how their experiences were at, at the city they went to. So I guess just to kind of start with, with your team, we want to hear about like what was the team dynamic like? Who was coming from Denver? Like how many year-long missionaries? And then how many just summer three-week missionaries joined y'all? Mm-hmm. And what, what was it like? What was the vibe? Yeah, so we had four year-long missionaries, myself, Aaron, Grants, and Olivia. Okay. And then with us, we had six summer of service missionaries. So we had four women and two men. Mm-hmm. And I thought the community got along really well. What a gift. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> the all of our summer of service missionaries were, I thought, very mature. Mm-hmm. They were really looking forward to diving into the mission. They really wanted to love the homeless well. They wanted to love us in community well. And so it was really just a gift to, yeah. to have them. Mm-hmm. You just get to hit the streets running. Like yeah. everything is just, yeah, let's go with that mm-hmm. kind of zeal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was yeah, I had a I had a really great time in community. Mm-hmm. I agree, and even from like this the first day, the saucers just created the community, which was such a blessing. Hi. We had like a team meeting after dinner one of the first nights, and the saucers like they all hung out. They went on a walking rosary or a rosary walk together, and they like played frisbee in the driveway. And I was just so pre- so impressed. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is gonna be a great three weeks, and yeah. I'm so excited too like live in this community. Yeah. Yeah. Like the dream, right. Mm -hmm. That they, Mm -hmm. they embrace that and take that on. And we say this all the time and it just bears being repeated again, but we serve the poor out of our own community, Mm -hmm. right? The love we have for each other is just that love that we then give to 
the poor. And of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. the Lord is within that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I love that. And no wonder you guys are like, oh, it's it just the, the like, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. Mm-hmm. This is year two of going to Lincoln? Yes, year mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Year two. And we have many supporters there, many alumni yeah, there and families. Yes. And maybe you guys can. Yeah. What was the support of the community? Yeah. Support of the community was great. So it first started with like our first outing with, yeah, the community was an alumni dinner in which we had. So Emma Rashilla, her mom, she, Emma, Emma used to be a missionary for Christ in the city. And now she's the program director in Philly, but her mom hosted us for a meal and we oh, had nice four alumni join us, oh, I fun. believe. And it was just such a gift to like learn, like share experiences with those alumni and hear about theirs and just talk about Nebraska. Yeah. Like, yeah. During that, we learned about tanking where you like go down a river in a like in a, cow trough yep. tank. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and in a that circle. moment, I was like, we are doing that. No questions asked. I don't care how much it costs. We are doing it. <laughs> and that is the most Nebraska thing I've ever yeah. heard. And I couldn't be more proud. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. And it was such a gift. It, oh, it was so life fun. of the beloved. I kept on saying that when I was in Nebraska, I was just like, this is life of the beloved. Oh, I love oh, it. I loved it. Yeah. So the yeah. community, the, obviously so supporting great. and you got to meet with Bishop Conley. Yes, yep, we did. We did. What'd you guys end up doing with him? Uh, we went to the chancery office and we just hung out in a conference room for like I half lo- an hour. I love it. Nice. Yes. It, w- it was a lot of fun. I, I really like Bishop Conley. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know too much about him going into Nebraska, but I can tell just from our short meeting. And we also went to the transitional diaconate ordinations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. And just like seeing him there, I was incredibly impressed. And yeah. Yeah. A very good shepherd. And we're so grateful. Mm-hmm. It's, unique because he used to be the auxiliary bishop in denver when christ in the city was actually founded so i didn't know that Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah he he was telling us he celebrated the first mass for the christ in the city no way yeah Yeah. that's crazy Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and now you're you're coming into his turf yeah 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 Yeah. doing it in that way yeah Mm -hmm. and he was just so like so grateful to have us there and to like serve serve his poor yeah and it was such a gift to be entrusted with that Mm mm-hmm yeah. So how was going to the shelters for you guys? I really enjoy going to the shelter. So here in Denver, I'm on 16th Street Mall. Okay. That's my street route. And it's a bit of a transient area. It's It has a lot of business people, tourists. So you see like the whole spectrum. Everything. Of, yeah. You see the whole spectrum of humanity out there. And part of our time can be taking up just like going and looking for people to talk to. Mm-hmm. So it was nice at the Matt Talbot center, which is where I was. I just like walked into the room and there's a hundred people yeah. that I could, that I could talk to, mm. um, which was really nice. And we also saw a lot of the same people and I like the second or third day we were there. I thought to myself, well, this small talky <laughs> kind of like veil that it's easy to put up sometimes is just not going to work here Yeah, because I'm spending 10 to 12 hours with the same guy throughout the week yeah. so you're mm. you're forced into a deeper friendship a lot quicker than i yeah <laughs> quicker than i am used to yeah uh, but it was a gift it was it was a lot of fun to to accompany those people there so i'm sure that affected like the relationships that you made yeah, and the, yeah. the friendships that you did make and you kind of you're like you can only talk about surface level stuff for so long yeah exactly so we me and uh my summer of service missionary grace we walked together and we talked to the same guy i think almost every day we were there mm. the only times we didn't is when he just didn't show up mm-hmm. and uh it was sad when he wasn't there but yeah it was 
it really forced us to like go deeper into the relationship, ask him those tougher questions, like push into his history, like his family, that sort of stuff. How did he receive that? I'm sure he was like, who are these people and why are they here? I think he received it pretty well. He was really open to speaking with us. He didn't, I don't think he really held anything back. He was, Mm -hmm. he was very open. He, I think he enjoyed talking with us too. I hope he did. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't that you just started with those questions, oh, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. to point out, Ryan, is it was like the consistency. And then mm-hmm. after you showed up more than once, you're like, okay, yeah. now I can, now we've talked about those things, right? Mm-hmm. We've yeah. built rapport. We can go there, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and just exactly. taking that discerning in the moment and not walking up to someone saying, hey, what's your life story? You know, yeah, but yeah. I do think what you bring up is something interesting to the summer service missionaries or all of our missionaries who go out and come back and we talk to it's like the poor take on the city yeah in nebraska that makes total sense it's yeah. like yeah you start with the small talk right <laughs> in the midwest we start with small talk mm-hmm. and and then it's like okay any anything serious here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but that warm and welcoming it's yeah rather than that just like abrasive front yeah mm-hmm. yeah aaron how was that for you it was really great i was at the shelter called People's City Mission. And so last year they weren't at the shelter. So this was the first year being there. And yeah, definitely the first day there. So it's like a night shelter too. So there's like a family side, there's a women's side, there's a men's side, and then there's like a transitional housing men's side. Yeah. Um, And a lot of men hung out in the front. So that's just where we spent a lot of our time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Yeah, definitely. Like the first days we kept on getting like stares and people Mm -hmm. would just kind of like look at us and wonder what we were doing there. And they were constantly like, I have nothing to give you. Like if you want something from me, I I, like literally have nothing. And it took a while for them to like finally realize that we were just there to like know them. Yeah, it wasn't to get anything from them. And like it took a lot of, not a lot, but some like explanation. But it was really cool because I only had to share that with a couple people. Not a couple, but like the first day, a few, and the second day, a few. And I, I, I picked up on like once we left, they all talked to each other and like, huh. were like, who are those people? Yeah, yeah. Like something <laughs> about them is different. The way that they like encounter you and like look at you and yeah, just like talk to you is just different. And then they like slowly learn like what we were there for. We were just there to know them and to like start to be friends with them. And it was oh. such a gift and. Like even one of the first days we went into the cafeteria and there, there were two guys at this table and I had a, I had a team of three. So we all just went with them and yeah, we just sat down and you can tell that they were hesitant, but they were like pretty, pretty open to talking to us. At least one of the guys was. And then slowly as we started to talk to him more, he started to open up more about just like his past and like it took, like we didn't really ask those deep questions. Mm. It like started with small talk, but he like slowly got to like those deep questions just because he knew that he would be received well. Yeah. And then like a little bit into the conversation, he had, he like stopped and looked at one of us and was just like, you got to stop. And <laughs> we were like, what? And he was like, the way that you look at me, like you're looking into my soul. Whoa. And... <laughs> in that moment we all just like laughed and like we kept talking and he would like open up more and then he like stopped and he was like one sec I, I'll be right back I'm gonna go to my room and grab something and he came back and he put on sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> and he was like there that way like 
there's a little bit of a little bit of a block just yeah. because it was just funny because like yeah like there was like in that moment it was really hard for him to receive the love that he deserved but he recognized it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that was huge of just like that recognition to know that like he is loved loved and he is worthy of that love was just such a gift to mm. encounter even if it makes him uncomfortable yeah 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 yeah. And that is that is a general thing with the poor, right? Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> I can't believe that was so like clear to you guys of like them thinking you want something from them. You yeah. know, it's like and that that just non transactional relationship. Oh, yeah. So many of our friends have lost hope in that. Mm. Right? And mm-hmm. even these people in a shelter receiving good things, it's like, well, you're only gonna talk to me if, you know, I do this for you or you know, or I fill out this paperwork or I get this part or I get my life better. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. you guys were there Mm -hmm. to people and you didn't care what they were going to do. Right. In a way you very much cared, but your relationship wasn't based on what they did. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine like I'm putting myself in that mindset. Like, okay, I live in a shelter and I go, go by my day to day. Maybe I have my routine. I do, you know, same thing every day. And all of a sudden there's these three or two or three young adults that are in the shelter. And yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, what are they doing here? And then they're, you know, they're wearing their, the same shirt and they're coming by day and day again. And I'm like, what are they, what are they doing? Are they, are they testing people? Are they surveying yeah. people? Mm-hmm. Are they, are they trying, wanting something from us? And then they come to realize that like, you're not there for any specific reason, like to no agenda, no, to not change anyone, but just simply just to like, know and love Mm -hmm. and that is like something that is really stark for a lot of people oh for sure i can't imagine like what what that that would be like to because i don't know sorry maybe i'm going on a preach right now but like to be in the mode of just the your relationships around you and the people around you if they do want to talk to you maybe they want something from you and to like have someone that comes and doesn't want anything from you they don't you don't have to be a certain type of way, yeah. but they're going to stay and they're going to come back. They're actually going to show up time and time again. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. that mm-hmm. speaks something. That's something so different than maybe what they're used to. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so good. And Ted I, talk I, over. And <laughs> yeah. And this is really interesting for, for all you out there who are listening to this. Like we, Shayla, it's her job and my job. We get contacted all the time by shelters soup kitchens like feeds and everything you can imagine wanting to build encounter into Mm -hmm. their already existing structure which is amazing Mm -hmm. right but how can we even make it more of an encounter yeah right and that's what you guys offer in these shelters right like do they need more resources well probably not there you know they're doing a great job offering resources Mm -hmm. at those two places right but what do you what do we provide we provide that extra little bit Right, that that wasting time with people, the no agenda, and what a gift that is to mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and something that I loved within that, at least at my street or shelter that I was at, People City Mission, I like throughout the weeks that I was there would like see a community form. Wow. Like I would see like some of our friends that we had been investing in, like walk with another friend or like be coming back from another friend from like McDonald's yeah. and they would like have a McDonald's bag in them or with them. And like one of them bought the other one a meal Aww. and they just like <laughs> shared life together. They were just with each other. And like that community was just like forming. Yeah. And mm. like, even like towards the end of the time we would like 
come out, come by for some night ministry sometimes. And like, there wouldn't be a lot of people outside. And then we would talk to the couple people that were out there. And then once people saw that we were there, just a whole, a whole bunch of people came out to be encountered, to be talked to, to be known by. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. It was such a gift. I just wasn't expecting that going, going into this. Totally. Going to a shelter where seemingly they have everything they could need Mm -hmm. to just take that next step. Right. Mm -hmm. But without Mm -hmm. friendship, without that desire, well, they all have that desire, but it's there. Yeah. Right. We were just an example for for them, which is like what I loved about it is like they can take what we showed them and share it within the community that they have at this shelter. I love it. Mm -hmm. Ryan, any, any more stories from you? I think going back to what you said, Blake, about how, the resources are available. I remember me and Grace were talking to this guy and I had found out that he was homeless and I, I had said, oh, like, are you thinking about getting off the street? And he said, yeah, I'm on the list already for housing. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that was surprising. Because <laughs> a lot of times in here in Denver, people aren't doing that. Like yeah. they're not as motivated. And it was kind of cool to just almost like not have to worry about that in a sense yeah. where it's like he, he was already taking care of himself in a lot of ways. And so like, I could just love him almost like mm-hmm. more freely because I didn't have to worry about whether or not he was going to be like getting his on the housing application. Yeah. And that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like he was already motivated enough to mm-hmm. do that. And I could just like come in and, and love him in that. Mm-hmm. And that like, that isn't even your ultimate end, you yeah. know, of yeah, love. Yeah. But of course that, that takes a weight off of, yeah, yeah. off of your relationship too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, that you can enter so freely into that. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, like Aaron said, once he knows you can't really give him anything. Yeah. Boom. It's like, well, what can happen? Well, yeah. why are you here? Yeah. You know, like, I, they can ask, you can ask questions. It's, it's truly a barrier that just gets dropped. Yeah. And someone realizes they are here to just sit with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will there be anything that y'all would want to say to the Lincoln community? Maybe, you know, individuals you met or people listening to this for the first time. Um, how can they be involved in, in the ministries there? I think a good way to start would be to just do something. I Mm. think a lot of people, at least my experience, is getting in my head a lot and being like, oh, I I don't know what to do. There's, It's like a little bit overwhelming. Like, I don't know how to fix the problem. And like realizing that you're not going to fix the problem by yourself and then just like starting. And I think like a good practical thing would be just walk down on O Street on a Friday evening, and if you see a homeless person, just walk up and introduce yourself and say, hey, mm. yeah, I'm Ryan, what's your name? It's nice to meet you, so-and-so, like, how was your day? And just, like, if you talk for five to ten minutes and then leave, like, that's totally fine, and that's something. Yeah. Like, that's a good start. Totally. So that's that's something I would recommend for sure. Yeah. Some a phrase that keeps coming to my mind in which I've been praying with for months now has is the phrase that, Jesus said, but you did it to me. So Hmm. especially those small things of like that smile or like handing that extra granola bar or your lunch that you have or like asking their name, learning more about them. I think that's huge. Like those little things you like, you do that for Jesus. And then it's also Mm -hmm. like, it kind of goes the opposite direction of like what you don't do also like, yeah. And even like, yeah, (laughs) it's hard, but it, it like, 
is a good reminder of like, yeah, everything we have, everything that we do is a choice in which we can love and be loved by Jesus more, in which we can share Jesus's love more. So even it kind of goes beyond like, like interacting with the homeless. It's like, we first need to love others around us Mm. before we can love the homeless Yeah, in a way of like, we need to encounter the poverty around us too, not just the homeless. So even that could go into like, yeah, just Lincoln in general. Yeah. And all those communities similar to Lincoln or if you're a place, you know, maybe a smaller town or just, you know, around a place that doesn't have a lot of like chronically homeless, homeless Mm -hmm. on the streets. What a great reminder too of like the poor in the shelters, the poor in those areas that are really desiring friendship. More than that even be nursing homes, right? I'm big on nursing Mm -hmm. homes. I love Mm -hmm. bringing up nursing homes or just anywhere in your community where it's like, okay, there could be someone who is housed who very much needs to find a home in a friendship, yeah. you know? And that's yeah. just such a thing. Like you said, start small and use it. You know, it's like, it just, that's such a great way to like do it to me, you yeah. know, do it to our Lord. Yeah. I mean, Jesus says in the gospel, the poor you will always have. Yeah. So even if there's no homeless on the streets, someone's poor out there that you can go and love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Even encountering the poor within yourself too. Yeah. It's just huge. Oh, Amen. Wisdom. <laughs> Mic drop. All right. Game over. <laughs> well, All thanks, right. guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for loving on the Nebraskans. Mm-hmm. Was I a loved lot of it. Fun. As I said, I felt like I was living life of the beloved. So, oh, so good. <laughs> As most Nebraskans As do. As most Nebraskans <laughs> say. So, well, thank you guys so much. Truly appreciate you sharing and yeah, just sharing some reflections and the yeah. story is such a gift. Yeah, and thank you to all of our listeners, especially those in the Nebraska area, um, for supporting our missionaries and our mission. We hope that you felt inspired by the stories they shared today. And we will see you all in a couple yeah. of weeks. God bless. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Homeless But Human today. In order to keep producing this content for you all, we invite you to consider joining our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways that you can join us on mission. Your monthly gift sends missionaries out to the streets day after day and helps us to continue recording and sharing our podcast. It's our vision that every city not only has soup kitchens and shelters, but communities who are committed to helping the homeless know that they have a home in us. And what is home but a small taste of Christ's infinite love? Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community. And if you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave a review. To get more involved with the mission, visit ChristInTheCity.org.